I am not live right now, everyone. So everyone listening on the pre-recorded apps, Apple, Spotify, all those, you guys have my undivided attention. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I just want to do some quick plugs, as always, right now in the beginning. Uh, If you're listening to the Frankie D Show, you can't be listening on YouTube right now because, like I said, I am not live. So... If you're, if you're listening, make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, uh, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening. I've been saying like for months I need to put this thing on more platforms. I don't know why I'm not. If uh, you guys uh, do want to check out the YouTube channel, all of you that listen on the uh, those apps I just named, it's the Frankie D Show on YouTube. I think I'll be live again next week. Maybe not. I don't know. But, uh, you know, you you can subscribe there, ding the bell, click the thumbs up, whatever. Uh, If you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. So you got to do is remember the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. Sound good? Cool. So, yeah, like I said, I'm not live today. I, uh, I, it's actually not even Friday. So, you know, Friday's the day I go live honestly i was thinking about going live but i was like what, what what's the point it's like everyone that can listen to me like it, it would be you know wouldn't be able to listen to me today live you know my normal live listeners now i know there are some pe- there's actually a bit of people that listen to the show on youtube after it was live but hey that can just drive you guys to uh come here listen to me on you know the pre-recorded platforms honestly you know the if you're gonna li- just listen audio anyway, not why not give me the you know the listens on here? You put some headphones in. It sounds you know I I don't know, it sounds better that way than if you're just listening on YouTube. I I mean quality wise, it really doesn't sound any different. I don't know. I feel you get a different feeling now. Whatever. It's Memorial Day weekend though. I tried something else out yesterday. I've been talking about Amp for a while. Amazon's new platform. They're calling it a radio. It's really not radio. It's not like terrestrial radio, you know, FMA radio. It's not like satellite radio. It's not even like internet radio, really. You know, like there's a platform live 365. Uh, it's really not even like that. It's it's radio-esque. You know, I, I've talked about this before. It's radio-esque. It's got uh, some elements of radio to it. It is all audio. You can get Collins. Right now, there is no chat, so it's not like super social media-y, but it, it's... Somewhat, it feels social media-ish, and somewhat feels uh, radio-y. You know, I, I, it really depends the direction Amazon goes with it. They are signing people like Joey Diaz, Joe Budden, shit like that. You know, people with followings to do shows on there to try to bring people there. Uh, you know, if they go more the social media route, I, I really don't think it'll work out for them like they, I, you know... Think about, I think that is the way they're going to go, though. I've, I've heard uh, them talk about a chat on there. I, I really don't think that's the way. I know YouTube Live has a chat. 
Uh, you know, in a way that's kind of okay because people on YouTube, especially people with the, you know, videos, which is majority of them, they can, you know, the audience can see you're not looking at the chat. You know, they're just kind of talking. I, I've realized on audio only platforms that have a chat, people just kind of want to shoot the shit with you. I guess they think you're just looking at the chat the whole time. They're looking for conversation. They're really not there to listen. And I, I think that even though people might think that makes it easier to build an audience, it actually doesn't. It's like you need to feel connected with the host, but once you're like, I don't know, too connected where it feels like you're just buddies and you're not really a fan, you're just, you're, you're just like there kind of as like a friend, even though you're not really friends. It, it just kind of takes um, that barrier away. Now, I, and I think that's why podcasts, in a, you know, to an extent have done so well. People just go and they listen. Like there is, it's not social media. The most you could do on Apple is leave a review, which, which is fair. It's not like leaving even a comment on a YouTube video. The uh, No other people can comment on reviews. You just leave a review. So, I don't know. I think that um, it really depends what direction they go in. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you about the experience real fast. It was actually pretty fun. I got to be honest with you. I was almost going to, um, you know, take the record the show, take the music out, and post that as my... Uh, Post that as my podcast for this week. And in the future, who knows? Maybe I will start doing that. <clears throat> but I really didn't have a lot of time to uh, get topics together yesterday. So I just kind of went on, fiddled with it. I did a show. It was fun. I played music. I thought that, you know, went very fluently. You know, it's like after a topic. You know, I took a call-in after the call-in. I right, went to some music after the music. Went back to it. To, you know, it doesn't feel... Sometimes I feel some podcasts... They can feel very forced. It's like, even if, you know, whether they have a bunch of material, no material, whatever it is, it's like, like you're giving an hour-long speech. So, this is fun. You know, not you know not that I'm not having fun right now. If I wasn't, I wouldn't be doing this. But, just a different feeling. I feel, you know, music gets you pumped up and everything. It's also, like I said, for the people that listen on the live platforms... Uh, you know, on, or I shouldn't say the live platforms for the people that listen to me on YouTube live. I think this you you would just feel a little more connected. You could black your phone out if you want. You could um. I I don't know. It's not just a uh, a video screen with a picture on it. It's it, you know it's supposed to be an audio only platform. So I did have fun on it. Might keep doing it. Like I keep saying them. Or I don't know how much I've said on here, but like I've told some other people, even though it costs some money, I guess I've always wanted to uh, be a radio host. And I do feel I mentioned live uh, live three six five a few minutes ago to you guys. Might make a radio station on there, an online radio station. Go listen to me on there. I'll have be able to take Collins on there too. I feel like that feels like actual radio except it's on the internet <clears throat> but that costs some money for now I might keep trying the Amazon thing out and we'll just see where that uh, goes I don't exactly know my you know my schedule could be changing soon anyway 
what exactly that means for this, where I just come, sit down, put the mic, talk about some topics, and that's just it. I mean, I'd be talking about the same topics on uh, the Amazon one anyway. So it's not like you'd be getting much different content, but I don't know. It might seem a little more upbeat, fast-paced. That's what it seemed like to me yesterday, you know. Live with them, take some call-ins. Like I said, the music gets you pumped up. In between topics also, when the music's playing, I don't know. It's like you get that little bit of rest, and but then when you're back, you're like back, you know, you have a little bit more energy. But um, I don't know. It's free. They're still growing the platform. So it's not like I could really just go on people for a lot of random people just come in. You get a few listeners here and there, but it's not uh, like they got millions of people on there yet. So if I'm not, for those of you that listen uh, to the live version of this show, if I am not on YouTube next week, get AMP. It's only on iPhones though right now. AMP, it's a like a yellow, um, a yellow uh, app, Amazon AMP, and uh, check there. I might be on there. I'd have the same logo as I do on uh, YouTube. <clears throat> so yes, there's my review on AMP. I finally did it. I've talked about it for weeks. It was fun. I don't know. I enjoyed it. (laughs) But now I'm back doing this. All right, let's get to some topics now. No reason to keep talking about that. I saw that Ellen DeGeneres, stupid bitch, she uh, finally stopped doing the Ellen show. So, whew. Thank God that finally happened. You know... I don't even know why I say thank God, because I don't really care. Not like I'm ever watching TV during that time, and I'm like, damn, why is the Ellen DeGeneres show on? They could put a much better show on at this time. Like, why, you know. It's just, you know, I feel like she's actually not that talked about anymore. I feel like for a while she was, like, very talked about, and I'm like, why are people like it? She sucks. And Do people even still like her? She, you know, after, when was it? So many months ago, during the pandemic, you know, she gets in trouble. Well, I I don't know if she gets in trouble. She starts getting bashed because apparently she treats her, she was treating her crew terribly. Like, is that the kind of person the, you know, woke society actually wants to push? I thought the woke society was supposed to push people that are supposed to be nice. You know? But it seems like the people they push are assholes. You know, it's not right to have that position of power. She's making millions of dollars, you know, in that position of power, and she's going to be an ass to the people that are making her show. I mean, the show takes everyone. It takes the host. It takes the producers. It takes everyone, and she's going to be assholes to them. Like, that's the kind of person that... If uh, she you know, if she was on the other side of the political spectrum, the woke society would have tried to cancel the shit out of her. So why didn't they do that in this case? I mean, there might have been some people that were saying fire her, but they weren't part of the woke society, and clearly that died out fast because 
I get. I don't know. I get. I guess the other side didn't, didn't want to be hypocrites. I don't know if they just don't care enough, which is probably the case. It's like after a day or two, it's like, yeah, we don't really care what happens to her. These people that actually want to cancel people and spend like weeks or months or years trying to get people fired from their jobs or something, it's they're just fucking stupid. So, yeah, that kind of uh, makes no sense. I mean, everyone makes mistakes and stuff, but it sounds like she was like a bitch to these people for a long time. And, you know, I, there has to be truth to it, right? She, I think she said this isn't the reason why she's stopping her show. It has to be. Why would she randomly just be stopping her show? I don't believe it. And wh- what number of seasons is she? I feel like that's a weird number. See, I feel like people usually stop at like a, like a, a, a an even number or like a significant number. Like if it's 20 seasons and 20 on the dot, 25 on the dot, you know, uh, 30, 30, you know, I guess either, you know, at a zero or a five. Isn't it like so? Let's see, how many seasons did Ellen DeGeneres have? Nineteen. Why did she not wait for twenty? Why is nineteen the amount of seasons that she wants? Doesn't that seem like a weird number? Like it says, the Oprah Winfrey show went for twenty five. All right, that makes sense. She didn't stop at twenty four, twenty three, twenty two, twenty. Like twenty makes sense. Twenty five makes sense. I don't know. I feel like it's like every five years. If you stop in between, why are you stopping in between? I mean, I don't know. Maybe twenty two and twenty three could even make sense. But if you're like doing nineteen or twenty one, why'd you not just do twenty? I mean, you know, if you're at 22 and you're like, I can't wait for 25, all right. But if once you hit 24, it's like, wait a season. You know, Ellen DeGeneres, she's at 19 seasons. Why Why did she not wait for the uh, 20th season? Probably because what everyone was bashing her for, for treating her, true, for treating her crew like crap, uh, was correct. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious, uh, are her and James Corden going to be trading places now? Because the funny thing is, I don't think, you know, I talked about this the other week since he's stopping his uh, show. I You know, I don't think he's good at doing a late night show. I don't think she would be good at doing a late night show. But I could actually see James Corden as a daytime talk show host way more than a, uh, a late night talk show host. Now, I don't think he'd really be able to do the kind of... Uh, bits or whatever he was doing on his late night show, all the performing stuff and the singing and all that. But I could see him like being in like a sweater or something with khakis on, sitting in the chair like Ellen did and just talking to her guest. And then, you know, Ellen used to dance with her her guests, right? They'd come out and they'd dance. Woo. And I could see Corden doing that little dance as uh, they walk out. I, do they still do the dance? I wouldn't fucking know. I saw, though, because uh, I like Dave Letterman. Dave Letterman, I, this popped across my YouTube. Dave Letterman was on Ellen's show, and he was like, you got to get, you know, he's like, take a week or two off and then get another gig, which makes me think she'll probably just get another talk show. So, again, what is the point of stopping this talk show? But maybe she wants to try another daytime. Uh, you know, maybe she's like late night. It maybe I'll be like the first successful late night of uh, the first successful female late night host. Because, like I said, what who is the other one was Lily Singh and her show went down and shit. 
So maybe. I mean, I guess you could go the podcast route. It seems like just what everyone else is doing these days. And they all suck. I mean, they make the top 200 because these people already have built-in audiences, but these people are not building their audiences off of nothing. So she'd be able to make money that way and have people listen to her, but I don't know. See, Bill Maher, I mean, I think this was a while ago, he made a podcast, David Spade has a pie. All these like people that, you know, were very famous in the mainstream media, they're all making podcasts now. It's like they literally have nothing else to do. I remember a while ago I heard, uh, I think it was Howard Stern saying, Actually, I don't know. Was he the one that said this? I forget who said this. But he, he was definitely commenting on podcasts and stuff and stand-up comedy. But there, there was a time when famous people, when they couldn't get another gig, they, they went to stand-up comedy. Not that they were funny, not that they were quick, witty, whatever. They just t- they had nothing else to do, and they knew they had an, a built-in audience. They knew people would come just to see them talk really you know they would try to be funny but you know they knew that wasn't what they were doing you know if you're an actor or something you're not a stand-up comic but you know they you might have some like silly jokes or something not like actually funny but you know just something silly people are just like wow we're getting to see uh this famous person we watched on tv and they'll pay and it seems like that is what podcasting has kind of turned into and now they don't even have to leave their houses. They don't even have to get in front of that live audience and get booed and shit. If they're going to get booed or heckled. You know, now they could just grab a microphone, talk, and it's like, hey, this is uh, this is us. Come listen to us. And you listen to our ads or maybe pay for our Patreons and give us money for being untalented at this. And I don't know. It seems like that is just what... Uh, podcasting has now turned into in the beginning of a stand of comedians but you know people not only their built-in audiences like to listen to them they did build on top of that to an extent people thought they were funny but now you just have random people or you know random celebrities making these podcasts it's like they, they're not good so i wonder is ellen degeneres going to be uh one of these people i could kind of see it oprah did that right she she got a show on sirius xm at first didn't do well on there because again she's not a radio host and uh, I think they paid her like $18 million and that took a lot of money away from other hosts that deserved the money. And then a podcast, which again, that's a little easier for these people, especially than satellite radio, because one, it's free and it's on demand and it's probably only one episode. So people are like, oh, I'll check out this one 45-minute episode a week. Okay. But even that, I, I don't know if Oprah still has a podcast. Um, I know she at least did. So I could see Ellen going that way. She is a talk show host. So maybe that. Corden, no clue what the hell he'll do. I feel like he's too much of a... Sorry sorry if you guys hear some noise there. I don't even know if you pay what to. I just heard a loud noise. Anyway, um, I, uh, I, I don't know if I see Corden doing that. He seems like too much of a performer rather than a broadcaster. You know, he got lucky with this. He was able to perform, be an entertainer, broadcaster, everything. But most, uh, I don't know, you know, like podcasters, stuff like that. They're like, well, I shouldn't say podcasters. But, there, you know, there's a lot of um, radio hosts and stuff. 
the radio hosts are entertainers and broadcasters, not really performers. I, I know it might be weird to like think it's like, well, what kind of is the difference between a performer and an entertainer? It's like the performers just have a little more, I, I don't even know. I don't even, energy maybe. It's like they're singing, they're dancing. They're not, they're not just entertaining on the mic. I guess you could say, you know, some of the radio hosts like Howard, you know, they were performers on the mic, but I just say he's, you know, he's an entertainer. He's entertaining. And, uh, you know, then the broadcasters, they talk about stuff going on and then they make that entertaining and stuff. But Corden, I see wanting to be more of a performer. Like maybe he'll start doing movies and really start acting, even though I've seen him act and I, I don't think he's good at acting. I, you know, he had a Broadway background and theater acting, I think sucks. And, and so much different than movie acting and TV acting. It's, I find it funny for the people that are like, oh, theater actors are the best actor. I'm like, how, why, why do you guys think that? It's, it, I, for me, the best acting is supposed to be realistic acting. It's supposed to be like, wow, this is like something you could actually see in real life. Theater acting is not like that at all. You know, they put on the big... Uh, performance, the big voice, they sing completely different than how you'd hear people sing in real life. I don't really understand why people like it. To me, it's a niche thing. But I don't know. I, I Corden, maybe he'd go back to Broadway. Maybe he would try to do movies. Maybe be, uh, I doubt a sitcom. I, I think either movies or, you know, maybe Broadway again. But I don't see him doing a podcast. I don't see him doing another talk show. Maybe a Netflix show and, or, you know, a streaming show, and I don't know what that would consist of. I really don't think it would be a talk show, though, but who knows. All right, let's see. Uh, I got this video here of Ellen saying goodbye. Comment on that a little bit. Let's see. I want to thank my staff and my crew once again, but most importantly, I want to thank Mary, Andy, and Craig. Mary and Andy... You have been with me since day one. And I am so grateful. I got so lucky that I have two executive producers that not only knew how to make a great show, but make a great show for me. Because now, how much money did you pay these people to uh, keep their mouths shut when everyone was saying that you treat the crew terribly? Because, I don't know, either you were nice to them and you just happened to like them because they were with you from the beginning, or you were assholes to them, but you paid them so much money... That they're like, you know what, we're not going to say anything. We don't want to lose our jobs. Because you understood me. You got me. You knew who I was. You knew my comedy, my sense of humor. You knew what I cared about, what was important to me. You surrounded me with so much love and so much support. You nurtured me, and you found a way to make me shine brighter than I could do it by myself. You helped me be my best. Uh, this is like cringy. I, I don't even, I, I feel like there's just something that's not authentic about it and she's trying to like act and make it authentic. I love you more than I can possibly say your family. I don't believe her. I gotta be honest with you. And to Craig, you're my rock. Oh. You have been with me for 25 years. We have been through everything together. 25 years, thick and thin. We've laughed, we've cried. You've been my constant source of support and love and I thank you. You're I want her to elaborate on that a little bit. I want to know what they exactly laughed and cried about. Brilliant. You're talented. You're super smart. I admire you. I respect you. And I love you. 
to all of you who have watched this show and supported me? Not me. Just, just for the content, guys. Just want you guys to know. Thank you so much for this platform. And I hope that what I've been able to do in the last 19 years has made you happy and that I was able to take a little bit of pain away from a bad day or anything you're going through. And I yeah, From them, but not for the uh, people you work with. Those people you like to give the pain to. hope I've been able to inspire you to make other people happy and to do good in the world, to feel like you have a purpose. And I've said it before, but I'll say it again. If I've done anything in the past 19 years, I... That have really hurt people, made them want to like kill themselves, anything like that, aren't... You should apologize for that, Ellen. I hope I've inspired you to be yourself. Oh, whoops, my bad. Your true, authentic self. And if someone is brave enough to tell you who they are, be brave enough to support them, even if you don't understand. They're showing you who they are, and that is the biggest gift anybody can ever give you. And by opening your heart and your mind, you're going to be that much more compassionate. And compassion is what makes the world a better place. Well, it doesn't sound like you had too much compassion for your crew that you were apparently terrible to. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I feel the love, and I send it back to you. Bye. Oh, boy. Now she's going to do the whole crying thing. She's walking back to, uh, there's a couch and a TV in front of her. She's going to sit on the couch. Then after she sits on the couch, the TV, it's, she's looking at the TV and the TV's like, just of her. Now she's looking back at the audience and she's, it looks like she's trying to cry, but she's not actually crying. She's just trying to do that, you know, thing where... People feel bad for her or something. You know, they, they have like that sentimental moment. So, yeah, I mean, that's the end of uh, the Ellen DeGeneres show. Now, who are they going to replace her with? Because they got to put another show there, right? Man, network television, <laughs> I've said it before, it's really dying. Who, who are they going to put in there? I uh, Are they going to put another person, under uh, like another singular person in there? Are they going to make it like a show like The View and put a group of people in? Is it going to be a female, a male? Uh, I don't even know. But, I don't know. I don't know her or anything, obviously, personally. I am curious, though. What, I mean, I'm, it might have been said with these people. Did I haven't read the articles in a long time? What she did to that crew for them to really uh, speak out about her. Because, I can't imagine... I mean, they could have been lying, but I can't imagine they were in this particular case because she made herself seem like such a good person. If she was such a good person, they might be like, hey, she was having a bad day this day or that day or stuff, but she does all this good stuff for these people. She gives free stuff away. Like, we're not going to let us get in the way of that, but... So I got to believe she was doing stuff, but who knows? I mean, she... Well, I think she did apologize for stuff, right? Which is another thing, too. If she really didn't do anything, wouldn't you say, no, screw you guys. I mean, tell me what I did to you, you know. I don't know. Well, on to the next venture for her, and we'll see who uh, they bring in to take her spot. Okay, going on to my uh, next topic now. I'm talking about Ricky Gervais, the 
I guess actor, stand-up comedian. I don't really know exactly what his uh, claim to fame is. I don't know what he's really seen as a comedian or an actor. I, the big thing I think he's known for is The Office. He had the original version of The Office in Britain. So, uh, you know, not the American one with Michael Scott and everything. I tried watching. I, I, I've heard some people say the original version of The Office is way better than the American version. Yet I tried watching an episode one day, and I felt like I couldn't understand a word they said. So I never watched an episode again. I didn't think it was funny. I was just like, nope, not not enjoying this. I was never really a fan of Ricky Gervais. I never really had any hatred or anything towards him. But uh, I was never a fan of him, really, until, what was it, the Golden Globes? I think that was it, when he just started bashing all the A-listers. Yeah, that was pretty freaking funny. He, he talked about um, the Chris Rock thing, you know, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and people were like, oh man, what if it was Ricky Gervais? Like, that would have been even better for Will to slap him. And he probably would have made even worse jokes or, you know, what 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 would your joke have been or how would you react it if Will Smith slapped you? You know, Ricky Gervais said, um, well, I wouldn't have been slapped because I wouldn't have made a wife about, I made a wife, I wouldn't have made a joke about, uh, his wife's hair or whatever. He's like, I would have made a joke about her boyfriend. And people were like, oh. Hold on, people. Okay, sorry. I heard, some, heard a lot of noise again. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I get, maybe next year look at Ricky Gervais to host. I, like I said, when, when they had him host the Golden Globes and he went ham on those A-listers, I was like, all right, this, this is what we need. And there was clearly no remorse in him. Glad he didn't uh, apologize for anything. Yeah, he's definitely very, um, you know, serious to uh, being against this cancel culture stuff. And he got, he has a new comedy special out, and he said that he doesn't think it will. Uh, he doesn't think it's controversial. So, I'm I'm got I got a clip of him uh, talking about it. We'll see what he says. Let's see. He was on uh, Sirius XM on the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show. Let's see what he says. Oh, hold on. No volume. Ricky has a new special coming out. Oh, yeah. Supernature is coming out on Netflix. That is Sam Roberts talking right now. Uh, next Tuesday, May 24th. Wow. Uh, and I was watching it uh, over the weekend. And I've now got a theory. Because right before I watched it, this news broke that uh, Netflix sent all their employees a memo saying, like, we're going to allow artists to speak. We're not going to we're not going to cancel anybody. Yes. So if you want to cancel people, you might as well leave now. You think yeah. I wrote my, my... yeah, I'm very happy with what Netflix is doing. They're taking a stand on this. And I, I didn't really expect it from them. But maybe be, because they are losing so many subscribers, they're like, this is what we have to do. Because no one likes that stupid woke content. No one likes, uh, you know, when people get canceled. And they probably figured, if we actually do fire like fire these people like uh, a lot of these companies are doing because they think it'll actually bring them more money and everything, they will end up losing money. Especially a subscription-based service that doesn't have... Um, that, that doesn't have advertisers because these people are like bluffing. They're not going to unsubscribe if they say, we will unsubscribe if you don't take Ricky uh, Gervais off or Dave Chappelle or whoever off and... Even if they all those people do unsubscribe, what are you gonna lose? A thousand people at most? Like you know, you're you're really not gonna lose a significant amount of people. 
So, I, you know, I think maybe Netflix, I did, you know, they've been losing subscribers. They've been raising prices. That's been pissing people off. So I think their way of maybe making up, making up for it is we're going to give good content. You don't like, you know, the unwoke content and then leave. They've told their employees they could leave if they don't like it. I don't know, listeners or, you know, viewers they could leave if they don't like it. And I, you know, I think in, ultimately that'll keep, them on top because I do feel them kind of slipping in the streaming world. I think they've made a lot of uh, mistakes, but that might be the thing, you know, if good content will uh, prevail as long as it's not extraordinarily expensive. People don't want to pay 60 bucks a month for Netflix or anything, but hey, let's see what uh, else they got to say here. I watched your special and I was like, they literally put preemptive measures in before Ricky's special. Really? Because 100%. It's funny too, because I don't take Ricky, like just hearing him talk. I I may, I guess I got to watch the special. I'm not a big stand-up fan, but maybe I'll give it a shot. I don't see him being a super edgy comic. Like I don't, you know, see him being like an Artie Lang, even a Jim Norton here, stuff like that. But uh, I did like him. When he trashed the A-list or something. And maybe he is a good since he's super against uh, cancel culture and stuff like that. And he's all, you know, ready for it. The Netflix employees are going to get mad again. The funny thing about Ricky Gervais is, too, I guess because of The Office and maybe other movies and stuff he's been in, he is actually a little more mainstream. So when you do have someone like that that's against cancel culture, it's like, you know, good for... Good for the battle. But, you know, it'd be even funnier if, like, I don't know, other A-lister, like, oh, I don't think Ricky Gervais is an A-lister, but, you know, A-listers were like that. Like, what if we just saw, like, George Clooney and uh, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, like, just being like, screw cancel culture, and they started being, like, very non-PC and stuff. I think that'd be very uh, funny, but still good that Ricky Gervais is, you know, a little more mainstream and he's fighting the fight. Well, I mean, I think I don't know what to say really. To me, there's nothing controversial in that because it's just jokes. It's nothing we don't do. It's not as I agree bad as the shit we've said today. I I, I think you know. And we try to get us canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right there. Everyone's like, "What the hell are you doing, dude?" It's like after the Anthony Cumia firing, come on, dude, do not try to be saying we're controversial. That we know that they could get rid of us. Even explained what irony is at the beginning of the fucking show. I know that's you know, right. And everyone there, you know, I don't know how many played to half a million people. No complaints. They laughed at all the things, right? But everyone's going to complain about everything in right. it. Every, yes. th- every single line, someone is going to complain either because they hate it, they don't, uh, they they don't get it. Uh, that it's c- coming after. Here's the thing about comedy, right? You can, I can, I can list twenty taboo subjects, right? Everyone in the world laughs at 19 of them and hates the one that affects them. You're delusional and, uh, if you think everyone in the world is laughing at 19 out of 20 of your shit. Well, okay. <laughs> but I, I don't know percentages. For those of you that don't know whose voice it is, that is uh, Rich Foss. He's another stand-up comedian. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I think that, I mean... The, I, 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 oh, Rich. Don't you, don't, don't you think, though, oh, that terrible. back in the day... No. This, people, have, people have felt this way since time since comedy started yeah people but now we just hear them but we that's never exactly heard, right that's it yeah. that's exactly right just don't I hear them before that's... 20 years ago if you complained about something you'd get out a pen and paper and go dear bbc oh can't be bothered yes right now they can fire <laughs> off a tweet and the fucking press pick up the tweet right and so yes. people are mad yeah that is crazy there there was a time 
that people either, you know, if they were that upset, maybe they'd try to start writing a letter and they'd be like, screw it. This really isn't that important. And it's still the same deal. This stuff really is not that important. People just have nothing better to do with their times. And it's just so easy for them to write a tweet and they know the uh, media will, uh, you know, they might pick that stuff up. I, you know, I don't know. I think that is uh, ridiculous, but what else do they got to say? Because they get clicks. Said 69341. No, no, no. no, Most people aren't fucking mad. Most people don't know about it. Yeah. Well, they weren't mad until they read the article. Yeah, most, that's the thing. Most people are not mad. It's just, it's a very small percentage of these people that are getting mad. And, and, you know, these, the companies that are firing people are to blame too, because it's like, Say, hey, pound, go pound salt. Or, you know, even if they're trying to be nice to the listeners. Sorry. You know, they're, you know, <laughs> you know, just, hey, there's no reason to fire the people because of uh, listeners. I know the listeners are just what put money in your pocket, but you got to think of what the majority of the listeners are, you know, and viewers, like not just that small percentage, you know. So, you know, the companies are definitely to blame too for being wusses because exactly. one guy tweeted yeah. they wrote an article about the tweet and then yeah. a whole bunch of people who didn't watch the special That's read right. the article and they do, the papers are the worst as well because they do it right there's there's papers in britain uh that paparazzi they take a picture of an actress right if they say so and so looks gorgeous all the comments go she looks radiant right if they say look at this pig they go yeah she's a fucking dog <laughs> they're told what to fucking yeah. think yeah yeah well yeah. they turned on uh johnny depp and then when people, we, yeah. were like, fuck you, we're with them, they turn that way, the press. Yeah. They yeah. just go whatever way that they're going to get fucking yeah. clicked. There's only one way to do it. There's only one way to do it. Ignore it all. all do right. your special, yeah. get paid, buy yeah. a house, yeah. ignore it all. All right. So that is uh, what Ricky Gervais had to say about <clears throat> his special. He does not think it is controversial because it is jokes, and I agree with him. I mean, I got to watch uh, the special, though, now, I guess, even though I'm not a big stand-up fan, but... I am curious what uh, it is about. All right, I haven't played a promo in a while, and I definitely haven't done trivia in a while because I just haven't been able to make them. Uh, I saw my buddy Mike Montone. He's got the Savage Sack Tap, the, the podcast, the Savage Sack Tap. It is a very funny podcast. I've played the promo on here many, many times. Haven't played it in weeks, so. And I saw that he was not doing a uh, podcast today. Uh, you know, he does them live on YouTube. Sack Tap Live. You to find him on YouTube, you just type in Mike Montone. That is the name of his YouTube channel. And uh, so I just figure uh, play his promo today, so you guys just remind you of it, and you could catch up on some of his old episodes. All right, hold on one second. Here we go. All right, I've got with me radio producer, podcast host, porn connoisseur, my friend Mike Montone. I want to talk with Mike today because I'm really not a fan of podcasts. I find most of them to be really boring and dull. However, I really like Mike's. It's called The Savage Sack Tap. He's everywhere you can listen to podcasts, so go rate him five stars on Apple Podcasts or download him anywhere else and go to his YouTube page, Mike Montone. You could get the live stream of the podcast there. We'll give him full plugs at the end. But anyway, I wanted him to uh, come on to talk about his podcast so you guys could get a little taste of what you'd get on the show. All right, Mike Montone. I want to start this conversation off by asking you a little bit about the live stream of your podcast. I like the live stream. Anything can happen, and if you mess up, you can't edit it out. But for those that only listen to recorded podcasts, what could you say that would bring them over to the live stream? Well, you know what we do first. Uh, nope. What do we do first? We start the show with big tits right next to my head. Well, if there is one thing I like better than Mike Montone's head, it's big tits next to Mike Montone's head. So you can either look at me... 
in my snazzy new glasses, or you can look at the uh, the big-ass titties that we got up on screen for you. I think I'll stick with the titties for now. However, it is good to know that if I need a change, you and those snazzy glasses will be there. Thank you very much. Of course, Mike. No thanks needed. Now, those big tits you were talking about, you said you start the show off with them. But once they go away, how can you get people to stay till the end of the show? What do we do when we get to the end uh, the end of the show? We put a big fat set of tits on the screen. Damn, you really got this live stream thing figured out, don't you? Now, before changing subjects, if you take requests, can we see some Lisa Ann tits on the live stream? Oh yeah, we're doing it. Thank you, Mike. Much appreciated. Now, I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about some of the interesting guests you've had on your show. I've seen you've had the household name JT the Twink on your show. I am Mike Montone. I'm joined, of course, by my brother JT the Twink. Oh, damn, Mike. You didn't inform me we were going to be joined by JT the Twink today. While you're here, JT, I actually have a quick question for you. I saw when you farted and destroyed Mike's bathroom and he screamed in agony. Here, actually, I'm going to play the scream real quick. Now, I'm a big food person, JT the Twink, especially pork roll. I love pork roll. So, my question for you is, what did you eat that could have caused that atomic explosion? And I ate, I had a, a co-worker of mine made a keto Big Macs for us. So, we had that for lunch, and I had I had two or three of them. And uh, you can imagine what it smells like in that bathroom. Oh, that was fucking foul. JT the Twink, you monster. Remind me to never share a bathroom with you. But anyway, that's enough talking about JT the Twink's smelly-ass farts. I actually gotta get back to my show, so I'm closing up this conversation now. So to everyone that's listening, if you liked hearing Mike, subscribe to his YouTube channel, Mike Montone. You can watch his clips on there and his live stream. And subscribe to the Savage Sack Tab anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple, give him five stars and leave him a review. Now, Mike, you have content on a bunch of different platforms, so let everyone know where they can find you. Anytime you think of big tits, think to yourself, you know what? I should also check out some of Mike's content. Best way to do that, hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends. Tell them about the place where you can come see a, a podcast by a guy in a, a Cole Hamels Chugs Cock baseball t-shirt. You can see big tits. We're talking about the issues of the day and salivating over huge tits. My, isn't that a fun thing to do? Uh, social media, you check me out. Facebook.com slash the Savage Crew, Twitter at Mike Montone, Instagram at Gary underscore Moiler, M O Y L E R. All the links are there in the, uh, in the description. Uh, meatheadmedia.com is my website. You can find that on, uh, on the internet is where you can find that. And uh, I have YouTube, YouTube page. If you're not watching the stream on YouTube, you can, uh, you can also check it out on, uh, on YouTube. Again, spread it, share it with uh, with your friends. We've we've got huge tits. Everyone likes big tits. Catch you guys later. Adios. Everyone does like big tits. All right, everyone, go subscribe to him. And Mike, thanks for joining me on the Frankie D. Damn, cut off of me there. You guys know the show now, the Frankie D show. All right, so just again, everyone, I uh, go listen to the Savage Sack Tap if you're just listening, and if you want to. Uh, See the live stream, Mike Montone on YouTube. He puts clips up there and everything, too, and you'll be able to see the big tits. So there you go. All right, going on to my last uh, subject right now. It is about an OnlyFans model. And apparently, she has made over 300,000 euros by growing her armpit hair out. 
What the hell? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, that's what you're comfortable doing. I mean, go for it. I, I, clearly, there's a lot of dudes to fetishes on there because I don't, you know. I, if other chicks did that, people would probably be unsubscribing to their OnlyFans page. But instead, she she's making money on this. Hold on, people. Okay, there we go. Something happened with my computer. So, yeah, I got an, ar- an article on here about it. So, let's see what it's got to say. Uh, OnlyFans model has made more than 300,000 euros in two years by sharing photos of her hairy armpits, but says her sex life has suffered because men in real life call her dirty and disgusting. I mean, I wouldn't re- really think she's dirty or disgusting, but, yeah, it would be a turn off. I mean, if you're wearing a long sleeve shirt or something, or even a short sleeve, as long as it's not like a tank top, you wouldn't even know that she, that she has them. But yeah, I mean, when she shows them, they're they're hairy. I've seen guys with uh, less hairy arms than that, less hairy arm, less hairy uh, armpits. Let's see. An OnlyFans model claims she has made more than three hundred thousand in two years by sharing content. For hairy armpits, but says her sex life has suffered as a result. Well, is she really that surprised? I mean, at least she's making the money off of it, but is she really that surprised that guys don't really want her anymore? Uh, Fenella Fox 28 from More Sister stopped shaving her armpits in 2017 in protest against men's expectations of her. But while some men embrace her decision to grow out her hair, others have branded her disgusting, dirty, and unhygienic. She has all. She has only had sex twice in the last five years. Well, I mean, is she, like I said, is she really that surprised? Some men embrace her. Some men are embracing this, freaking weirdos. You know, there there's uh, showing pictures of her here and stuff. Honestly, got a big rack on her. Big tits. Really not bad looking. It's just the hairy armpits are just freaking, whoa. Little scary. Like she puts, you know, she's she has her arms up right now, so they're just right out there. She puts them down. Really not bad looking chick. Let's see. She said, "I've had one makeout session since shaving, uh, where the guy kissed my armpit hair and commented that he loved my female empowerment." She said, "What?" Okay. I mean, I, I think if I were her, I would actually feel more weird that a guy would be that turned on by it than, than the other way. Let's see. While this made me feel respected and appreciated, the experience was very unexpected. See, she even sounds creeped out by that. She's like, no, you shouldn't be that into it. I mean, I want to be liked and everything, but yeah, you just went a little uh, overboard there. She continued, I've had a lot of men tell me that I'm disgusting, dirty, unhygienic, lazy, and I've even had death threats. I mean, you know, these guys are going a little bit too far if uh, they're sending her death threats. I mean, what is the point? I mean, she can do whatever the hell she wants. You you don't got to look at her date or whatever. Some have said I'll be single forever and will never get a man. Well, those are just bullies. Don't got to listen to them. I feel happy with... My hairy armpits. I really, though, I mean, you're saying how your dating life has suffered. Unless you don't care that your dating life has suffered. That made me are happy. 
I don't notice them so much anymore, but they often do make me feel sexy and more womanly. How do they make you feel more womanly or sexy, but like definitely womanly? Is that like a very is that a womanly trait that I you know I wasn't aware of? Let's see. I feel proud to raise my armpits in public, especially if I feel like I'm surrounded by closed-minded people. Oh, so she's trying. She's trying to make a statement here. She, you know, she wants to be around these closed-minded people and say, "Hey, fellas, look at this." Ah. And arms up, dance in a nightclub full of clean-shaven people always gives me a thrill. See, the thing is. I think it's more weird if every person had hairy armpits than if every person shaved their armpits. Like, you know, if dudes shave their armpits, it's like, all right, maybe they won't smell as much. Maybe they won't, you know, get as much sweat under their armpits. It's not like I, I, you know, I wouldn't want to, but I think that is less weird if a dude shaves his his armpits rather than a, a female growing out her armpits. But, uh, let's see. It says, Fenella said she was highly sexualized in school because her, of her large breasts. I did say they were big. Big tits. And had an experience of being groped without consent by a class. Ah, so she grows the hairy armpits out because that, that'll keep the men away. I see what she did there. She decided to start work as a camp girl in 2014 as a way to show men they can't, they can look, uh, but not touch. And later joined OnlyFans. Well, she's making pretty good money there. She said her parents have been su- very supportive of, her, supportive of her career. Well, if you got it, flaunt it. The model continued, I'm very body confident thanks to my job, so I have the opportunity to be naked. I'll take it. Oh, she, she, she gets full naked there? Damn. I love being naked, attending nudist areas, nudist events, or doing nude photo shoots. I think the world would be a better place if we were all more comfortable with our naked and natural selves. She urged other women to embrace their natural body hair. It's frustrating how men don't feel pressured to shave, but women do, she said. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the reason for that is. Like, like, do they feel pressured just because of themselves, or were guys the one to initially pressure them? Because, I, you know, I mean, I can't imagine females have always shaved their armpit hair. So who was the one that put the pressure? Like, maybe they just wanted to. Maybe they liked the look of it. Maybe they're like, wow, yes, I like not having armpit hair. Don't get the as much bad of pit stains. Don't, you know, I think it looks better. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, All right. It's a huge double... Well, it is a double standard, but I don't think it necessarily needs to be challenged. I mean, there might be some men that are ticked that, uh, you know, maybe if they grow... If they shave their armpit hair, they might be seen as, like, girly or something. So, you know, maybe that's where uh, things get equaled out. I don't know. It's a huge double standard that we should uh, challenge more. Not shaving has been totally life-changing for me, and I... Wish more women would embrace their natural hair without shame. However, she hasn't ruled out uh, shaving further down the line, adding, I have felt the urge to more since... I have felt the urge more since moving to a busy city to shave as I love the idea of exploring another more conventionally glamorous side of myself and seeing what comes of it. Especially how 
men may treat me different, but I also hate the thought of the itchy days right after shaving. Well, where do they... I don't know. I mean, days. I mean, the next day maybe, but I don't know. Do it uh, right before your shower. Don't do women shave in the shower. Armpit hairs. I feel like once the you know the shower hits, maybe the next day might be a little itchy. But then again, I've never shaved my armpits, so I wouldn't know if that's when it's itchy. I'm talking about face wise. Let's see. I also think it's important. More women challenge the societal expectations of our body hair. And if I have to be one of the loudest to do that, then so be it. It's funny, I read through the whole article there. I wasn't planning on it, but did find that pretty interesting. Let's see what uh, some people got to say here. This person said, But men themselves have disgustingly hairy, dirty armpits, so who gave them permission to comment on anyone else? Yeah, no, that that is true. I had no reason for them to comment. This person said, Is she French? Why does she look French or do French women grow their armpit hairs out? Other person said men don't like women with hairy pits. Well, that does seem to be the... Well, you know, men do seem to uh, prefer women without hairy pits. Hair, including armpit hair, is natural and gross for a reason. Why shave it? Just because of convention? Well, if they're more comfortable with it, let them shave it. If they want to grow it out, I mean, no one's stopping them. You can't fault people, though, if you grow it out. And they don't want to date you. Like, it's not not their thing. They don't find it as attractive. That's not their fault that they don't find it attractive. Uh, Who would have thought that doing something that's deemed unattractive by men was not going to attract many men? Exactly. It's like, no one's saying you can't do it. I mean, the people that are sending death threats, that's just ridiculous. No one should give a crap if you grow it out. But if you grow it out, you got to know that guys might not be asking you on dates. As much. Um, all right. That's all I got for that. And that is my last topic, everyone. So I'm going to be ending the show now. Sorry. <clears throat> I feel like my voice is like going on me today. Real quick. Since Whitney Cummings, I couldn't, uh, call in to her line the last couple weeks. I want to try one more time. If it doesn't work this time, I guess I'm not trying anymore because it's not worth it. Let's see if this works. After the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Frankie D. The Google subscriber you have called is not available. Please leave a message Ooh. after the tone. Oh, would that have worked? Whoops. Well, it didn't give me the whole, like, this is Whitney Cummings thing that I used to. I don't I don't really know what that would have uh, done. Well, I'm not calling back. Sorry, people. I don't know if that was, if that was uh, 
hers or not. Sorry, maybe next week I'll try someone else. Maybe not Theo Vaughn. I don't know. We'll see. All right, so that is it, everyone. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening again. All my pre-recorded people. So, again, if you are listening, or if you you want to check out YouTube this week, uh, you know, this coming week when I'm live, I think I should be live. Uh, It's the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Uh, You know, if you go there to check some of the older stuff out, Make sure you subscribe to me, ding the bell, whatever you got to do on there. Uh, if you're listening right now on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Google, wherever the hell you're listening, make sure you subscribe to me on there and keep listening to the episodes. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right. So that is it for today. Uh, Let's see. Monday is Memorial Day, so happy Memorial Day, everyone. All right, I'm out. Peace.